Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Uncivilized Podcast. This is Trevor Bohm, your host, and this morning I'm going off the cuff again, and I'm doing my own uh, a solo solo episode. I'm here in Denver, Colorado. It is June sixth, June sixth, on a Saturday morning, and I'm going to talk about an email I sent out this week and some of my thoughts around the situation that the whole country is experiencing and how challenging I see it, how nuanced I see it, how multi-dimensional I see it, and how simplistically I think it's getting portrayed and why that's a challenge. Uh, So this week, you know, goddamn, it was hard, right? It was hard for everybody who's a content creator. It was hard for everybody who gives a shit. It was hard for everybody who has a heart. Watching George Floyd get killed was abominable. It was disgusting. It was awful. It was frustrating. I remember yelling at my phone, like, what are you guys doing? Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And why isn't anybody stepping in? And I get it. You don't get to step in and knock cops off of a guy that they're arresting. It's a great way to get yourself shot. It's a great way to get yourself arrested. A great way to get your skull bashed in. Yet one of the questions I have over and over and over and over when I see things on TV, I see things on film, is where are the men? Where are the fucking men? Who are like, whoa, 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 this isn't acceptable. This is completely unfucking acceptable So I'm stepping in to do something about it. I ask myself that every time I watch a video of Joe Biden, like rubbing some little kid on national television, like where are the the men in the room? Why didn't someone walk up on that stage and say, sir, take your hands off that child. Where's her father? Where's the cameraman? Where's the, anyway, that's a different scenario. But I see every time I see just nonsense, brutality, uh, injustice, I go, where are the men? so I went down that rabbit hole this week of just being heartbroken and thinking, God, we've gone nowhere with progress and, and all of that, which then transitioned quite quickly into anger over, oh, now we're just burning cities. Now we're destroying small businesses in both black owned areas in Asian areas in white areas. Now we're just, now it's just chaos. And I watched the shitstorm on social media unfold in shock at how quickly people just turned on each other, at how quickly the pitchforks came out and the mobs came out and the, Susan, I can't believe you just used that word. I can't believe that you said that, listen to this, saying all lives matter, matters, or all lives matter, is hate speech. That to me, and this isn't the point of this podcast, this recording, but that to me is ludicrous. That to me is the perpetuation of this terrible us versus them mentality, this us versus them paradigm. And so I wrote a piece and I edit it. <laughs> I do as I do what I do, and I get upset. I like, okay, you might want to sit on this for 24 hours. Then I sat on it for 24 hours, and I edited out some of the blatant anger. And I edited again, and then I sent it off to my email list. 
And I'm going to read it to you here. And so note that this has also been looked at after the fact, and I'm going to dissect it and talk about it. But here we go. I wrote, I keep getting asked, what side are you on? And more insidiously, are you with us or are you against us? My inbox has been inundated by different iterations of the same question, both hinted at and overtly written. And this is true, both email and Instagram, uh, I got hit up over and over and over, like, which organizations are you standing behind? Which this, 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 like, in other words, what team are you on? This has come from, let's call it both sides of what I see as a multifaceted scenario playing out in America today. If you ask me what side I'm on, or if I'm with you or against you, the answer should be clear by the last two years of writing I've publicly posted and books I've written. If it's not, I'll say it again. I'm on the side of unity, togetherness, and healing. And right now, I don't see that as the goal of either of the two popular sides. And granted here, I'm talking more about um, riots and destruction than I am protest. I went to the protest, I can, uh, walked with them in Denver, I support them, I think the, there, there's a lot of work that needs to get done in this country. Anyway, for years, I have publicly and vehemently stood against anyone who's preaching division, separation, and hate, whether that's coming from the White House or Instagram's social justice darlings. I have looked deeply into this civilized mess, carefully and intentionally, and am both equally disgusted by both sides of it. Again, I'm talking about the outcroppings, the extreme ends of it. The pandering and collapse match the vitriol and bigotry. The elephants in both rooms quietly ignored for the sake of the narrative, all more insidious when being preached by groups flying a false flag of unity. I see a blatant power grab here for both dollars and votes, clear as day. I see people with amazing hearts, terrified to gasp, oh, say the wrong thing, while mayhem and destruction in the streets are trumpeted as right. I see provocateurs, the board and the anarchistic, all working together to destroy rather than to build. I see common ground being labeled as a war zone and anyone seeking it being labeled as the new McCarthy-esque scarlet letter R. Talking about racism here. I see people throwing their power away as fast as they can while clamoring for the front position at the foot of the social justice mob on their knees, their virtue signaling mouths praying for the ever coveted label of quote, good little boy or good little girl. Label me, label me, label me, they beg. Pretty please label me so I can crawl up to your same moral high ground and begin to cast judgment down upon those who don't follow our rules and thus label them. Fuck the labels and fuck the hate. Fuck the mob rule and the mass media puppets and puppeteers. Fuck racism and bigotry of all kinds, no matter its origin or its agenda. If you want to know what side I'm on or if I'm with you or against you, I'm neither and none. People can label me however lets them, lets them sleep better at night. Their neat little dysfunctional box wasn't for me three months ago, and it sure as shit isn't now. I do not stand with anybody standing in it on either side throwing stones. 
I do, however, stand and stand tall with all of you who see this for what it really is and refuse to allow yourselves to become pawns in a game with no end, no matter your color, creed, orientation, and or identity. I stand taller with the uncivilized of the same distinctions as above. And I stand with all of you whose hearts are open. If your public words match your private actions and both are working towards peace, I stand with you as well. Yours, a mile from riots in Denver, disappointed in the civil, civilized world, but not surprised, Traver. Hmm. So that was the email I sent out. And I got a curious response. The very first person to message me said, this is lame, full of false equival equivalencies, and I'm unfollowing you, or I'm unsubscribing. And I wrote him back and said, safe travels. But anybody who's a content creator knows that that's not the first reaction you want to get to your piece, or it wasn't the intention. Maybe there was a way I could have worded it better, that maybe my point was coming across differently. And then something I said, curious happened, in which I've got more than a dozen replies, the most replies to any email I've ever sent out to a mass list, saying thank you. Thank you for talking reason here. Thank you for seeing through the chaos. Thank you for seeing through the agendas. And so let me, let me be clear here. Of course I'm on a side here. I'm on the side of justice. I'm on the side of fairness. I'm on the side of togetherness, community, unity, of healing, of love. I'm on the side of people looking at their lives and being wildly and, and courageously introspective and saying, hmm, how am I contributing to a system that's unfair to my brothers and sisters? No matter what color those brothers and sisters are, no matter what orientation they are, no matter how they identify in the world. I'm after unfairness. Because I think when we see it, I know when we see it, we can feel it. We go, that's not right. What I'm not on is a political side, and I think this has been politicized. I'm not on a popular side because everybody I see on social media is throwing themselves on the sword of, oh my God, I'm not one of those bad people. I'm on your side. And then they don't do jack shit afterwards, or they haven't done jack shit up to this point. Right? I come to this situation with a little bit of a unique background, having grown up in a foreign country where I was a minority. And then going to a school that had over 90 countries represented for five years. And this is early on in my education. This was fifth grade through 10th grade. 90 countries. Right? Essentially going to like a UN school. It doesn't mean that I'm not part of a society here in America that is imbalanced and perpetuates injustice on certain groups way more than others. Yet I get to look at it as someone who early on had friends from a dozen different countries, black, white, Middle Eastern, Australian, Asian, like everywhere. And can also look at a situation and very, very clearly see why is it being politicized? Who's financing it? One of my good friends, Jim Kors, early on, he's an attorney, he was a member of my old gym, he used to always say, Trevor, if you want to know the root of something, follow the money. Follow the money. 
right? And that's not to say that there aren't people who are literally in the streets right now because only of their hearts. I know I walked with them. I know some of you listening are that. And yet, if you don't look out and see that this is a power grab for votes, for money, for dollars, for opinion, that it has nothing to do with people's hearts, then I'm not sure what to tell you. I don't put claim myself above society. I still have to go to the grocery store, right? I still have to go to the DMV. Not that much of an anarchist. I don't want to burn down society. I see that a lot. I hear that a lot. I remember early on getting into the men's game, how many people I was introduced to would say, well, my mission in life is to tear down the patriarchy and say, okay, cool. What are you going to replace it with? Well, I don't know. Socialism. They didn't fucking know. They had no idea. And I see so much of that out in the world right now. Burn it down. Burn it down. Let it all burn. Cool. What are you going to do? What are you going to do to rebuild it? Are you going to be there to rebuild it? You have an idea for how to rebuild it? Have you been talking about that idea for years? Or are you also just turning your social media platform into an expression of toxicity? The easiest thing in the world would be to gather those who are hateful. Right? I said this to, to someone the other day. Do you have any idea how easy it would be for me personally to rally the uninspired, slightly less high IQ'd, angry male mob with my ability to speak, my ability to use words, being in relatively good shape, having a fight background? Say, okay, guys, you know whose fault it is? It's their fault, whoever they may be. Come join me. I'll, I'll send you to the promised land. Women, sex, money, power, I can give it all to you. Shit, I'd have an army by Friday. That's not what I'm after here. And yet I see the opposite of that out in the world so much. So what do we do? What do you who are listening to this do? Right? How do you navigate a time of chaos, of pure chaos? And let me also add that, again, I stand with people protesting injustice. I think most of the looters and rioters are two camps. One, highly organized. Given how, how stores on a block have been hit, businesses on a block have been hit, I think, wow, someone did some Googling. I'm not down the, um, what, what the conspiracy theory wormhole here that like there's just a couple organizations pulling the strings, and this is... Um, this is just, shit, what's the word? Organized crime, but on a street level. But I think there, is, there are people who are just taking advantage of it, period. Like, oh, wow, free shit. Lots of people out there are going free shit. I don't, I don't even, George Hsu, I have no idea who this was. And I don't care about any social issues. I just want my free shit. I don't think highly of those people. I also think we have a lot of people, a lot of people, maybe everybody, who was cooped up in their homes for three months, scared, anxious, having to deal with their own shit, drinking, smoking, avoiding, and got the, the lid pulled off of like, oh, you guys, not only can you go out, you can go out and create mayhem. You can take all of these feelings you have and that are pent up and bottled up, and you can go unleash them on the street. You used to have an invisible enemy for three months. We had this thing. No one could see it. 
No one could feel it. No one knew if it was coming. No one even knew if it was real, unless you worked in a hospital. And now we have a name and a face for the problem. Go attack this. Make the state your enemy. Make the city your enemy. Make a group of people your enemy. Make the police your enemy. And boom, all hell breaks loose. So what do we do? What do we do to navigate this? I think it's going to come down to two very important factors. And I'm talking a lot to men here, even though I know women listen to this. Number one, do not collapse. Hear that. Look up the chain of leadership in this country. And when I do, all I see is collapse. From the White House down, people standing down, bowing down, giving their power away and not leading, whether that's at home, whether that's a mayor, whether that's a governor, whether that's the president. I see a lot of collapse. Now is not the time to parade in the streets at how amazing you are and your life is, but it's time to stand tall. It is time to hold your values. It is time to be powerful and to express that power in the world in a caring and loving fashion. One of my ethos tenets is show me love without strength and I'll show you a victim. Show me strength without love and I'll show you a tyrant. I see a lot of love. I see a lot of care. I see a lot of pain. If you collapse, you're letting that pain take you over and you're letting it take over the people around you. Men, this is our time to be the mountain, to be the lighthouse, to stand strong and say, I acknowledge your pain. I see your pain. I hear your pain. I'm sorry I wasn't more clear about how much pain you were in. And yet I refuse to collapse in front of you. I will stand tall. I will stand tall as your brother, as your community member, as your friend, as your lover, as your leader, I will stand tall. And two, we have to learn to self-regulate. We have to have tools and skills and people that we can go to to regulate our nervous systems, regulate our, our beings before we go out and co-regulate, before we take to the streets, before we take to social media, before we go and talk to our spouse, before we go talk to our friends, before we shut ourselves down, armor up, and say, this isn't a problem. There's no problem here. Fuck them. It's not, it's not me. It's those people. When we learn to self-regulate, we acknowledge our own pain. Once we acknowledge our own pain, we have the ability to work with it. Once we acknowledge our own pain, we have the ability to see other people's pain and then empathize with it. Right? Connor talked about this yesterday in his address. I see so many people in so much pain, suffering so heavily, 
cut off from that pain or overwhelmed by that pain, that then they have no choice but to shut the system down, shut their system down. And then they can't see themselves in someone else's life or they're so overwhelmed by their pain that they literally don't care because they can't. If my house is on fire, if I'm sitting in the basement going, wow, the house is on fire. I need to get out of here. I'm about to burn alive. And I get a phone call and someone says, hey, down the street, a mile. Susan's house is on fire. Like, God bless you, Susan. Good luck to you. Right now I have to deal with this. And so until we're willing to put our own fires out, then we can't be of service, be of help, be of support to other people who are in pain. So I'm going to leave it with that. I don't want this to be too long and too in-depth. There's, you're going to hear a lot of conversation from me in the next couple of weeks about pain and about men. Because those two topics, I just don't seem to be able to get away from. And I, if I'm honest with myself and I look out in the world, they are still the challenge that I see. I hope this was helpful. For you men listening to this, we've had a big surge in membership in the uncivilized nation, and that makes sense to me. In uncertain times, men want to be around men of certainty. Men want to have an open forum where they can share their feelings. They can say, I'm angry, I'm scared, I'm hurt, I'm pissed. They want to know that they're around other brothers who are doing the work, who are diving into their wounds, and who are also creating and building something amazing in the world. If this sounds like something you're interested in, and if you are a man, I think you should be interested in it. Go to www.manuncivilized.com forward slash the nation. I have made it as cheap as possible to get in that group. As cheap as possible. And yet you're going to get me one day a month. You're going to get an expert one day a month. And you're going to get this extraordinary community of badasses every other, every other day of the month. So come join us. It's, a, it's a, 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 a no-brainer. If you're a man listening to this, come join us in the nation. For the rest of you, if you wouldn't mind sharing this, or if it moved you or helped you, please give it an upvote. I look forward to talking to you guys again. Have an amazing weekend. Stay healthy, stay safe, stay uncivilized.